I used to nourish the whole hood She left and never got to see me flourish I'm no good It's bittersweet I learned so much while waiting It's on now I keep a spirit close to me I feel it She all proud The family name is in a great place Within my hands I show the whole world What I've been planning with my friends Only when they hear the brighter side Turn the high pass up Getting high Watch the block Get <coughs> time pass uh. Crusty? Good old Crusty <laughs> You know what I was thinking about randomly? You ever drool With your mask on on accident? No. <laughs> what? Yo, it is so nasty. It's the worst. It's like you get a little bit, just a little dab on the front, on the the front of your mask, and then you feel it on your lips. It's all cold. And then you gotta push you know, it up you know and get your mouth. What's more gross is if your nose runs a little bit while you got your mask on. I feel like your nose always runs. It's nothing but humidity. It's nothing but humidity. Your nose is it, you just breathing into it. It's the worst. <laughs> we need to talk about the people that wear glasses, yo. I don't think I think it's a little harder for us. Yeah. All it does is fog up. Uh, yeah, I know that really sucks. But yeah, I sucks. hate when like I'm eating like gum or a mint, and then my eyes are just like burning because all the, <laughs> <laughs> the all vapors, the, all the vapors. I'm going like, up. yeah, don't eat that while you got a mask on. Yeah, masks suck, but you gotta wear them. I got a few cute ones today. Some more. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I guess this is about that mask life now. Yeah, you be wearing a designer mask? Uh, I wear Target. Ooh. <laughs> they got a bunch of different designs and colors. That's Target. They're cheap. Target. Target. Yeah, they're like three, four bucks. I'm still on the surgical mask. I'm, a, oh. I'm still on the blue ones. <laughs> oh. Got a nice little supply over here. Mm. Mm. Yeah, get you some reusables, eh? I mean, I'm reusing it for the week. I'm only switching it out once a week. No, but you still throw them out. Yeah. I mean, it's not environmental it's not. friendly. It's not. I guess. Can you start the podcast? <laughs> Welcome <laughs> to the BC Podcast. I'm sitting here with... Brittany. Oh, it's Brittany today. Sometimes it is. I mean, it's always Brittany, but it's Brit. I don't call <laughs> myself Brit. Like That's true. <laughs> uh, Welcome back. Um, What's your name, nigga? My name is Zay. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we definitely all want today. Um, yeah, welcome back. Thank you for our first time listeners. Thank you for the people that keep coming back and listening to us ramble on about shit. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what we do on this podcast, right? At this point, at we this point, <laughs> we haven't right. done a topic in a while. I haven't we done go, a topic. We gonna do one soon. Eventually. Um, I hope everybody's good. How was your week? Your weekend? Uh, I was chilling. No complaints over here. No complaints. The weather's cooling down a little bit, you know. So try to enjoy this little bit of fall weather before it just slams into winter, which I feel like is going to happen. Yeah, it, it literally slammed in the fall. Like it was like 90 and then the next day, 55. <laughs> 55. <laughs> I yeah, wasn't so ready. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully we have some fall weather for a little while. I love the fall. I'm a fall yeah. baby. so But I, I feel like it's the best, kind of like the best time of year. It's not too mm. hot. <laughs> you got a little ads. <laughs> is it not? I, I know. That's just an immediate reflex because I'm a summer baby, <clears throat> but no, fall is really nice. I love fall. I love the colors. I love that it's layering weather where you can throw a hoodie on. I love hoodie weather. It's just when fall babies say they love fall. It's like, shut, shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> but whatever. Each season is nice. You know what I mean? No, nah, each season got its perks. Spring's nice. But I did, Um, I took advantage of the morning. Yeah, what are the disadvantages of fall, though? Yeah, you know what I mean? True. Fall may fall may be the perfect season. You're right. It, it doesn't really have like bad weather. What's what's a bad thing you can say about fall? It's not really raining. No. Yeah, it's not really not too raining. Cold, I not guess too it's hot. like it's kind of the downside. Isn't it kind of uh, what's that called? What's it called? I guess it starts getting dark early again. Yeah, there's that. But um, it's also what's it called? I guess uh, those homeowners, you got to rake up them leaves. <laughs> I ain't raking up shit. I can't wait to be a homeowner just to let leaves sit. Just tear up your grass. It doesn't. It's good for the grass. That's the thing. It's supposed to decompose oh, it just, and go into the ugly? grass. Is it just ugly? Yeah, it's all aesthetic. Because you know how like it rains and it gets all gross after a while. Yeah, I'm still leaving grass. Okay. No, but isn't it like uh, I was about to say tsunami weather, not tsunami weather. What's the <laughs> other weather shit? What hurricane? Yeah, don't we usually have like hurricanes going into the fall? Well, it like you're going into the fall, but that's still coming off of summer. All right, so we're agreed. Fall's the best. All right, um. All right. <laughs> where was i what are we talking about 
I know I'm agreeing with Isaiah. <laughs> wow. That's a first. <laughs> Podcast first. <laughs> um, quick disclaimer. We talked about cuties last episode. Oh, God. Yeah, do you want to say anything to the people? Man, Just, I ain't watched that shit, y'all. I ain't watching it either. I know, last episode, I was like, mm, maybe, no. I, Me and Isaiah have been watching a bunch of people who are, have watched it give their opinions, and they show clips from the movie. Mm-hmm. No, there's just no excusing this shit. No. There's no excusing all these close-ups and these crotch shots and these kids doing this inappropriate shit, and they're doing it for so long. Like, I'm, I'm sorry. Like, if you want to film something, you can definitely suggest what may occur. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Or they could just show them honestly from the top up just kind of dancing and stuff i don't know you know what i'm saying but all that extra close-ups and it wasn't even showing their faces it was literally zooming in on their underdeveloped chests you know their behinds and stuff their midriffs showing them humping the ground cross up cross um close-ups of them with their legs open up on their crotch like it was just just completely unnecessary so it's i don't know how people can defend that as being okay yeah, um, I saw this joint and it was like, I, I think about it like, if if a pedophile is watching this, how excited is this person getting? Like, seriously. It's, it's really it's, gross. It's really bad. Like, there's one part where they were like, on all fours, the girls were all on all fours and they were trying to pop their butt somehow. I don't know. But it was for so long with them doing that, like, popping motion and their behinds up and down, like, but it was just showing, like, zoomed in on their behinds. But it was, like, for a while. It was, mm-mm. Yeah, it was gross. It was just very off. I was watching this one dude give a take on, you know, talk, his opinion of the movie or whatever. And I was reading through the comments. And somebody's like, yeah, sexualizing minors to show that sexualizing minors is wrong. <laughs> like, what are we doing, you know? And then somebody said the girls aren't even old enough to watch the movie because it is rated TVMA. Which is another thing, like, it's rated for mature audiences about children? Yeah. It's mm. gross. I came across, I saw a little nasty tweet. I came across a tweet that was like, um, you remember the show, like, Dance Moms or something like that? Yeah. Which was nasty. Uh-huh, and toddlers and tiaras. Yeah, yeah, and they were like, Dance Mom uh, can run for 10 years, but once a black woman creates something like it, oh, it's a, it was, you don't want that. You Dance don't want to die on that. You don't want to die on that hill. You, you, you don't want to compare the two. I trust me, believe me. It is not something you want to take credit for. Not even close. Like no way. I'm sorry. Mm-mm. Nowhere close nope. to what this movie is. Nope. And even but... if it is close, like don't make this a race thing. It's inappropriate. It's just, there's just really no comparing the two. This movie is just so unnecessary. Oh, the one I was watching where I just read the comments from, he gave the example of the movie Precious. And I mean, I saw the movie one time and I remember one time was enough because it was like a lot. Yeah. Did you see that movie back in the day? I did. I was just like, this is like the most evil, stereotypical stuff I've ever seen. Right, right, right. But not, but, but besides that, uh-huh. basically, you know, Gabrielle Sabide, I'm probably saying her last name she was grown you know playing a teenager Uh for one and you know the movie had parts with basically you know sex with minors how you know her mom's boyfriend or whatever had sex with her you know gave her AIDS and all that like they portrayed all that in the movie still without putting her in that position of mm -hmm. showing an adult having sex with a child but you still knew that's what was going on even though she was a grown woman you know what i mean they still didn't show that Mm -hmm. in the movie you know what i'm saying like showing them in the bed and stuff or whatever so it's like it can be done so this movie could have been done so many different ways to still get that point across about kids being influenced badly you know what i'm saying yeah um just all that extra shit with them like dancing for the security guards yeah, um, yeah, trying to turn net. them on so it's showing that you know that works and then i don't know it was just <sighs> those poor children like seriously yeah, those i heard they were like kids, 11 not, 11 and 13 at the time yeah now filming. they're gonna grow up and that's what they're gonna be known for and then they're also they're not old enough to consent to even be doing that type of stuff mm-hmm. you know what i'm saying so it's like you got them on the screen these millions of people watching them exploiting them like it's it's really messed up 
the fact that it got an award is crazy. I don't want to spend too much more time on this. We kind of just wanted to clear up after getting a little more information. Yeah, on like, it. don't watch that fucking movie, y'all. And if y'all are interested to just see how fucked up it is, I suggest going on YouTube and listening to people tear that shit apart. They do show some clips. Some people even blurred out the clips, honestly, because it is like, ugh. it's a lot. It is. It's, it's funky as hell. Like, oh, goodness gracious. Right. It's really sickening. Yeah. All right. Um. On lighter news, you sent me a link to uh, Timbaland, the producer, <laughs> uh, beat club on Twitch, and yeah. it, uh, it's where producers submit a few beats and Timbaland, and I guess he has somebody with him. I'm not sure. Like, it might be his protege or something like that, where they're kind of just like critiquing the beats. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's it's funny. It's a good time. Yeah. <laughs> no. It was cool. It was cool. Very fun to watch. Um. There is a lot of trash beats out there. A lot of people are making generic ass beats that just sound like what everybody else is making. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It just, yeah, they all sound just very similar. And he gives your beat about three seconds to play before he's like, he's like <laughs> next. Get him out of but here. But anybody can submit. I think you just have to subscribe to his Twitch channel. But um, yeah, I think he announces on Instagram like when he goes live. But yeah, if you're ever bored and, and you're watch. a beat like us, you know what I mean? You want to hear what's out there, um, you know, check it out. But it kind of sucks too because there was a few beats I heard that I did kind of want to hear more of. Yeah, yeah and he's yeah. just like, next. So people are like commenting that submit their beats so they will submit like where you can find them and stuff. So I think it's good, especially if you do make music. Um, I think that's a good um, community. And I think they have like a Discord channel where they go and chat as well. But um, I think that's cool. You know what I mean? That it, just anyone can submit their beats and, you know what I'm saying, get feedback from Timbaland. Yeah, I think um, feedback is the best thing. Yeah. So, I mean, honestly, if you're just getting planked, as he calls it, <laughs> he has a bunch <laughs> of memes and, you know, like little videos and shit he throws in um kind of <laughs> dissing people but yeah if your shit's getting planked instantly i mean reevaluate what you're doing and try to make exactly. something peculiar it's funny because you could <laughs> tell like he was kind of getting frustrated with, oh like, yeah he said that was like one of the worst nights ever i'm like of course that's when we first watch it it right. was like everyone was trash it gave me flashbacks of like how discouraging it is to like look for beats on youtube like mm-hmm. back when I used to make music, it is the nastiest process. Like, it's just like, yeah. oh, my God, it's drooling. Mm-hmm. And everybody was doing these long ass introductions. Yeah. Like, yo, you don't have that much time. Just get to the damn beat. Right. Get to but, it. <laughs> but yeah, um, people, some people were tight in the comments. Like, Hell yeah. Hell <laughs> you know, yeah. it's my fourth time getting blanked. And it's like, well, <laughs> nah, but I think it's dope because it's not it's not um, you shouldn't be getting mad. And I liked a couple times when he stopped and like kind of like talked about what exactly. Yeah, addressing some people. Yeah, because one person was just like, "Well, what are you looking for?" (laughs) And it's like it's not about what he's looking for. Like you should be here trying to sharpen your sword. You should Mm -hmm. be here listening to what other people are making and seeing what you can take away from it. And you shouldn't be submitting stuff that's like if if you're not in it for real, for real. And that's kind of the things he was saying when I was watching it. If you're not in it for real, for real, don't waste time. Mm -hmm. Like like these are people that he was like, I made a career out of this yeah people spend hours every day yeah yeah but no i think it's different kits and stuff right Mm -hmm. you ever tried to make a beat well of course you did you did make a beat no i have Ah, it's so hard for me to make a beat it's too many options (laughs) it's too many choices that's why i think you do have to spend hours every day you know doing it Mm -hmm. um so yeah no definitely check it out yeah making beats is fun uh (laughs) speaking of producer uh kanye west Went on another rant this week. Mm-hmm. Uh, did you catch any of that? I, I got it. I got some of it. I, I started to read through the tweets and then I was just like, ah, whatever. All right. So I'm going to read some of the tweets. Uh, he says, I need to see everybody's contract at Universal and Sony. <laughs> <laughs> he starts off like that. He said, I'm not going to watch my people be enslaved. I'm putting my life on the line for my people. The music industry and the NBA are modern day slave ships. I am the new Moses. That's funny. Um, The artist deserves to own our masters. Artists are starving without tours. I'm going to go get our masters for all artists. Pray for me. Universal won't tell me what my masters cost because they know I can afford to buy them. Mm. I'm kind of with all that. I'm kind of with all that, but then I'm also like, that we all chose to be slaves. Mm. But continue. Yeah, yeah, um, I get it. You can always go 
You can always go back to some it's just bullshit like, it's he just, says. It's just always with him. It's just always selfish, you mm. know, because he's involved now. You know what I mean? Everybody stop. It's a crisis. But when he's not directly affected, he wants to talk down to people. Well, right now he's saying. He just saying, needs to sort it out. <laughs> yeah, right now he's saying for everyone. Yeah, now because he's also affected within that pot. Mm. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so this that, is a that's conversation. That's why I get annoyed with him, you know, because it's, it's self-serving. Yeah, like, I get it. but He never gets worked up on an issue that doesn't, like, always necessarily, like, involve directly, him. directly affect him. Yeah, he wants to talk mm. down to everybody. So when we're dealing with social injustices and things like that, because he's on an elite status, you know what I'm saying, and that's not his reality, he can talk down to people and tell them that you guys are choosing to be slaves and stuff. But when you got into that contract deal, did you not choose to be a slave by signing it? So now you want to cry and say, oh, I'm being treated unfairly. I don't we're know. We're all supposed to rally behind him. I get, I get you 100%. I just know, I don't know firsthand, but with no, them contracts. No, I know contracts, record entries just fucked yeah, up. Yeah, with period. them contracts, it's hard mm-hmm. to know what you're signing. Like, it's literally written for the purpose that, like, you can sign this thinking it's something else. And then when it actually I know, gets called I'm into question. I know, I'm just saying. Yeah. I understand that, but it's still a choice. Right. <laughs> I mean, yeah. More so of a choice than being sold off and, you know, born into slavery mm. and all that junk. But it anyway, is a big, con- yeah, nah, continue uh, yeah. on with whatever. Yeah, nah, I'm just saying it is, it is a big conversation as far as like, you know, artists owning their work. There's only like a handful of artists that actually own their work. I think they saw, they said uh, Jay Z owns his masters, Rihanna owns his masters, Frank Ocean owns his masters. He did it kind of slick too. I don't know the entails of it, but. He kind of got off with the way he did it. But um, I did see that. Um, I don't know how true this is. Some people were looking into Kanye's contracts. I don't know how they got to his contracts, but they said that um, they found that Jay-Z sold his masters from six of his albums to Def mm-hmm. Jam in order to buy back his own for Jay-Z mm-hmm. to buy back his own masters. And if that's true. I would have a problem with Jay-Z. <laughs> I mean, I heard some other fucked up shit about Jay-Z. I actually didn't finish watching it um, because my cat hit my Apple TV remote and it oh. turned it off, turned it off, turned off the video. And I was just like, OK, and I moved on. <laughs> but I was watching there's some documentary on YouTube right now about um, Rough Riders. Okay. And I clicked on there's like a few different parts, but um, they were saying basically I think when DMX was about to release his fifth album, fifth or sixth album, it was around the same time Jay-Z was, like, releasing something as well or something like that. Uh-huh. And because, like, he was on Def Jam and all that, um, basically he pretty much said that, you know, Jay-Z kept putting his album on hold because he was direct competition. Yeah. And I was like, huh. Made me side-eye Jay-Z a little bit, too. Yeah, so. that's real shit. But, but- <laughs> you know what else, though, that came out, though? Jay-Z, when he was the head of Def Jam, he also negotiated that uh, DMX get his masters back from Def Jam. Mm. So, I mean, that's... uh, I mean, when was that? After the fact? I don't know. I don't know when it was. Way after the fact? But to have your masters is a big thing. But I don't put it past him. I don't put it past Jay-Z to hold somebody's album that's in direct competition. Mm. But, um, yeah, I mean, mean, this is going to be the... That's the fight nowadays. The fight is to own your property. And not be so willfully giving your uh, intellectual property away. Mm-hmm. I hope the it, more you know. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm gonna. I feel like with our pod, I'm. I hope we get to the point where this <laughs> this is kind of a thing we need to worry about because that kind of sig- symbolizes success. Mm. But um, I don't know. I think I really need to be vigilant and figure out the best discourse. And how to protect our shit. Mm. Um, just paying attention to the shit that's happening with Spotify and Joe Budden's podcast recently. I don't know if you know anything about that. No. He has an exclusive deal. They weren't trying to pay him X amount of money. It's deeper than that. I'm going to do a bad job summarizing it. But he's not going to be on Spotify anymore. And I don't know what he's about to do. But that's kind of started like the whole chain reaction between the, you know, the little uh rift that he's had with Charlemagne and mm-hmm. stuff like that and it's all just about owning your property um not going to sign to these corporations but trying to have a partnership with these corporations mm-hmm. there's a lot of things that aren't extended our way as far as the culture i put culture in quotes there's a lot of uh opportunities that we don't get 
it's always just sign us, own us, make money, then get out of Dodge. It's never um, a joint venture type shit. Well, yeah, you got to read that shit. Yeah, so it's going to be interesting. Just know, yeah, people are never going to just give you something. They always want something in return. <laughs> always, always. Um, moving on, you sent me this clip with uh, Michael Rapper, Rapper, Rapper Park. Oh, I thought you were going to talk about. Um, Where you want me to go next? Lupe. Oh, yeah, that's right. That's right. That's right. Lupe kind of reacted to Kanye's. I didn't get to listen to all of it. Uh, do you know what he was talking about? Um, yeah, I guess he was reacting to Kanye's tweets about everything. But he honestly didn't dwell on that too long. He more so was just speaking about the industry and how much it can just fuck you over and how, you know, a lot of things mm-hmm. um, that are marketed to rich people. Um, are actually trash, you know, <laughs> I don't, um, but he was basically about Kanye, um, just speaking about how, um, when you get to that point in the industry, uh, you kind of go crazy, you know, let alone if you already have, you know, if you do really have mental issues already, uh-huh. he was just saying anyway, like a lot of times they all end up getting isolated because, you know, when you have people around that really know you and not, not afraid to tell you, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's a bad idea. Or you're tripping or whatever. Um, the higher you get as far as status, the lower. Um, those people, you know, you might want to go. You like, you might get invited somewhere, and they're just like, "Oh, don't bring those people," or you know what I'm saying. Like, after a while, they kind of start, you know, what I'm saying, "Well, just you," you know, what I mean, just you come around. So then you end up creating a new circle with other crazy disconnected people. It seems and then like he a was like, toxic you know, relationship, right? Yeah, and like, then he was like, you know, and then a lot of them kind of shut themselves away from society. You know, get like example him. He's out in where Wisconsin. Yeah, uh, is that where he's at? I think so. I think he's in Wyoming. He's in Wyoming. Wyoming. Yeah, I knew it was a W. Um, you know, and he was like somebody like that. He needs to be in the city around real people. You know what I'm saying? Like you're out there. You know what I'm saying? Away from society, you're not seeing the everyday struggle. You're not seeing, you know, just people and how they behave and react just normal people but then you come out from your secluded area and want to speak to people on you know what i mean societal stuff and it's like but you're not actually in it so i thought that was an interesting perspective but um he like he was still saying how much he loved kanye and all that you know he's just saying like you know he's on a gemini shit like i just don't like that other side Mm. um but he just started speaking about um you know like when he went on tour with kanye he had to pay you know what i'm saying like nobody just does anything you know what i'm saying for free and he's like you know even pharrell like i had to pay i think he said one hundred and thirty thousand dollars for a track and he's like you know that's my man but it's still business Mm -hmm. um so he was talking about that and then he was um spokesperson for i don't know if it was ferrari or some other type of uh car like that i'm gonna say might have been ferrari but he was saying like those cars are trash because they always just need maintenance he's like so it's like just the whole scam you know like you're trying to live this life and trying to keep up and you know like i don't know if you ever heard like say certain neighborhoods if they need um a repair or something you know what i'm saying like you know how like those say the plumbers will charge up because they know what kind of neighborhood it is like they add that rich tax you know so he was mainly speaking on that but i thought that was an interesting tidbit about you know what i'm saying just being disconnected from society but then you're called on to speak to society about the current state (laughs) you know how people are and all that type of stuff but it's like you're not around people that's good shit yeah that's good shit you know it's funny when you're talking about like hiring the price in certain neighborhoods mm-hmm. i came across this tweet this tweet it's kind of unrelated but it was like um you know how when people say if you don't like america then get out like you know mm-hmm. that you know you know it costs twenty three hundred dollars to renounce your citizenship oh really yeah it actually <laughs> costs money to to say i don't want to be american anymore you gotta pay <laughs> i think it was like twenty three fifty. wow it's all a business y'all it's Jeez. all a business i didn't even know that was a thing all right uh is that it for lupe yeah that's all i had no nah, that was pretty good it was interesting though i don't i like i don't when, know if he, if he had if it was on his channel or what but he posted it or i don't know if he like went live on ig and somebody recorded it but uh-huh. i saw it on i guess just if you want to look it up just type lupe and kanye yeah you're sure to find it <laughs> sure to find it sound like that uh i'm gonna play a clip you sent me this clip from michael rapaport rapaport it was an audio clip yeah, it was him talking. Oh. Said, I, I, I thought I read text. 
<laughs> yeah, I'll play right now. Okay. I'll play right now. Uh, here we go. Yo, you're making club bangers, but they ain't got no club to go to. You're making strip pole music, but we don't have a strip club to go to. <laughs> We've had seven fucking months. We're heading into seven fucking months. You've had seven fucking months to come out with something articulating your personal feelings, the, the anguish, the pain, the sorrow, the uncertainty of where we are. Just a single. And the best we got is wet ass pussy. Yeah, sure. J. Cole put out a couple of these are not even good J. Cole songs, to be honest. Yeah, he says great things, but I listen, just because you I, come on, man. Come on. Do yourself a favor the next couple of days. Play Stevie Wonder on a loop. We're so disposable. We're so we we have access to mixtapes. We have access to every fucking song. Just just live with Stevie. <laughs> I love like the Boston, whatever accent that is. That shit is hilarious. <laughs> uh, what do you think? I mean, is he right? Are we getting good music? I mean, but that's also what the industry promotes. You know what I'm saying? So mm. it's like, yeah, I totally agree with him. But at the same time, it's like, are you surprised? That's what that's the whole fucked up thing about our society and those <laughs> overwatchers or whatever overseers. Or the overseers. You know what I mean? Um, the that's what like um, Timbaland was talking about that actually during that stream. They were talking about um, those sonic waves and the different noises and stuff that you can't hear but that can still control you you know talking about like a dog whistle or things like that yeah. so it's like you know they program these songs i believe to have waves and sounds that we cannot hear audibly you I know what i'm that. saying but that still have an effect on your body because i really do not care for that song but there's some hoes in this house like that mantra yeah. it becomes a fucking mantra and it gets stuck in your head but it's like the the tones of that mm -hmm. background it does something you know what i'm saying because it's it's a little off it's you know what i mean i don't know it's like something eerie with it and song gets fucking stuck in your head no well i think um I don't want to make this about WEP, but it's the example of the day. But I think there's certain music that operates at a low frequency that might lower That's your absolutely frequency. low frequency music. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I believe there are people that are coming out of this quarantine making beautiful music. But uh -huh. unfortunately, you know, what I'm saying it's not going to be what the industry is going to be pushing. Um. I just feel like sometimes I feel like it's unfortunate that like for like a woman empowerment song, this is the example that gets the most highlight. But like, you know, what's funny. I saw um, a clip of a live or something. Cardi B was talking on her live on IG, just speaking about, you know, whatever's going on with her life, her divorce and everything. And she was saying something about people basically saying that she was trying to use the divorce for clout. And she's just like, I don't need that. You know, I got the number one song. I'm a rapper, you know, and I rap about. And, you know, she kind of like, she skipped over she that. I'm laughing because it's like, she's like, you know, I do hip hop. I rap about. And then she kind of changed the subject. And I'm laughing because I'm like, yeah, if you really had to describe. Oh, no, she was saying, um. She's like, you know, I've made relationship songs before, you know what I'm saying? She named a few songs off of her last album. And she's like, you know, so I've made relationship songs and, you know, and I also rap about, and then she kind of like, you know, uh -huh. but I'm laughing because it's like, yeah, what else do you rap about? You did a few relationship songs, but all your other songs have been about your vagina. Um, I would love to Which like is, if that's your lane, that's your lane. I don't uh -huh. know. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I, what else do we expect from her at this point? It would be nice though, considering that she does seem to like to be knowledgeable of, you know what I mean? Current events and things that are going on. If she were to, you know, try rapping about something else, but <laughs> I guess she's doing what works for her so far. Um, maybe she will, you know, in the future, uh, progress and, you know. Yeah, I just want, I, I just, and I don't want to make it about Cardi B. Like, I just want a higher standard of, of content that but we're peddling out, out. Huh? it's out there it it's is it is there, i just wish it wasn't so hard to you i wish you just had to dig through trash to find it it's kind of like in the a universal world yeah it, also they weren't promoting unhealthy things to us it's just fucked up where you know mm. the 
the type of times that we're in. Um, and it's and like so much disinformation. With, Everything is just fake and yeah. fucked up. And it's like with people like me and you, we'll go the extra length to try to find that music. But a lot of people will just accept what's put in their ear. Yeah. And that's the scary Sheeple. part. I mean, a lot of kids Sheeple. will just accept what's put in their ear. They may. They may not. Um, I mean, yeah, Cardi B's getting a divorce from Offset. Mm-hmm. Thoughts. People get divorced every day, B. <laughs> like, okay. Candace Owens is somewhere like smiling. Yeah, she like, she yes. was going on Candace Owens' husband like uh, two weeks ago. So, because right. she was saying though, like you know, she doesn't. Cardi was saying on that live that you know she don't talk to nobody like outside of her family and stuff. Um, so when people are saying that information got out, that's impossible. But um, so it's kind of like I guess she is okay with the information coming out that she got divorced. But I'm like, that's kind of bad timing. Like you could, you should have like waited a little bit for that information to come out. Like you know, you do have the number one song out, and it's. Uh, you I know, mean, I going on. It's do you think weird. that that hurts though? I don't think that hurts her number one song. Being I don't think out. it hurts the number one song, but a lot of people are talking shit, you know, and it's just like I saw a lot of memes talking unrelated. about unrelated. I don't cook. I don't clean. I know, but if he's a bum ass nigga, like, okay, so what? If they're not together anymore, maybe it's a good thing that they're breaking up. You know, it's always like, oh, woe is the woman for not having a husband. Like, maybe they're grown apart. Yeah. So I get the joke. It's funny, but at the same token, it's like. We need to normalize. Oh, I hate saying that. I can't believe ah! I just said that. I can't believe normalize. I just said that. All right, but I'll, I'll continue saying it since the, the cat's already out the we bag. We need to make common. <laughs> we need to make common. Common conversation about. <laughs> no, but like I, sometimes relationships just fizzle out. And I'm not saying it's this point, but sometimes like nobody has to be the victim or the bad person in this shit. You know what yeah. I'm saying? Like it's always like, oh, what, what did he do? Or what did mm-hmm. she do? Mm-hmm. It's like maybe it's just didn't fucking work. Yeah. It's all right. Nobody has to be a villain. I in saw this. this. I came across this. U- <laughs> I'm always talking about YouTube. I came across this other Runs YouTube video, and it was saying um, the the signs. It was some from some some psychology book, mm. and it was just saying the signs that a relationship will like fail, and um, how to tell if you're on the right path for the relationship. Uh, let me find it. I I, I kind of remember, but I want to get all the. It's like five different things. If you notice, are happening between you and your partner, like it's probably gonna end. Um, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's probably not. It's probably not gonna end well. Um. All right. Sorry, guys. I should have had this, but you just. I wasn't even thinking about this until now. Um, because I thought it was interesting. I want to know the signs. I know. While we look, um, let me think of a sign that the relationship won't work. All right. Oops. I can't think of one. <laughs> All right. So they said um, the first one is criticism. So, you know, if you're always, it can go for you or if the other person's always doing it. You uh, know, like always criticizing your partner. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you're, you know, you're always finding something wrong. You know, you don't ever really tell them anything right they do. Yeah. Um, or you always feel the need to criticize. Um, the second one was contempt, which means you're just kind of like, oh, you're like, you're such an idiot or you just feel like you're above your partner. Mm. Um, you know what I mean? Because after a while, that can develop between two people where, you know, you feel like y'all are not on the same level. Oh, dude, Whether sure that be does. warranted or not. You know what I'm saying? Even if you are in the right for feeling that way, it's still just not going to work then. You know what I mean? If you feel that way about your partner. There's you know, a lot of people that same. hate that hate their significant other right now. <laughs> like low key like you know what i mean while they're mm-hmm. sleeping is just but you like, still kind of just yeah make it work or whatever but yeah if you're having feelings of contempt <laughs> where you don't feel like you guys are equal that's not gonna work you can't make that work right. uh the third one was defensiveness so you know if you can never hear any type of criticism, criticism. or if somebody tells you uh hey uh you know you accidentally left the bathroom sink on and they're just like oh i would never do that well you know why would i ever do that and it's like whoa chill <laughs> so it's like you know some people you talk to and they get so defensive over every single thing and they said the fourth thing is stonewalling which is either you go ghost or you know you're you're just not emotionally involved at all when you're speaking to the person um you know what i mean you just kind of shut down mm-hmm. either still in their presence or you literally 
leave you check you know out what I mean? a week or so or whatever um if you find that you're doing that you know what i mean in your relationship then those things are uh, key factors in a relationship that's not going to work so criticism contempt defensiveness and stonewalling so then they said a good sign um for a relationship that is working like you can have well, you can't really have those issues, but, you know, <laughs> not like consistently. But I guess you can work through certain things. You know, if you do notice those types of things coming up, you know, if you're aware of it, like um, at least you can talk it out or try to change your thought pattern or you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's just not going to work. But they're saying signs of a good relationship is the five to one ratio, which means that for every time you say something negative to your partner, not like disrespectful negative, but if you guys have like a little issue or something, um, you know, you guys are able to have five like good things occur, you know? So for every, say you guys got an argument about washing the dishes or something, I don't know, or, you know, somebody forgot to plan date night. I don't freaking know. Whatever you want to argue about. Yeah. They she was saying like you know five things after that should at least five things like that's the minimum should occur after that like you know so um maybe you'll still you know what I mean like rub on the back or yeah. you know later you may bring them a glass of water or something you know or um if you're out at the store um you may get them something they like or even just speaking you know talking to each other later you're still saying nice things to each other or you know later that night. They may, I don't know, give you a compliment or something. I don't know. Like, ooh, that's a nice face mask. <laughs> but, um, <laughs> but no, but I'm, those are really bad, stupid examples. But no, you guys get what not, I'm saying. Because those are very necessary. So that's what they're saying. Like, things. yeah, like, so every time you guys do have an issue in a relationship, between those issues, there should be at least, you know what I'm saying? Mo- like, at least five moments. They should, you know, 100 to 1 would be great. 29 to 1. But mm. they're saying just like at least five things should occur before there's another problem. Yeah, like a reaffirming action. Like, yeah, so okay, it's like if y'all beefing. have an issue and I, I'm real sweet, I kiss you, say sorry, and then nothing else nice happens and then there's another issue. You know what I'm saying? You should start evaluating what's really going on here because it's like you're not, you're still not feeling that connection to do nice things for each other, even though you guys had an argument or a disagreement. Mm-hmm. You know, so, yeah, I thought that was really interesting. And it's something to be more aware of, you know, what I'm saying within your relationship, um, just when issues arise, you know, what are is it criticism? Is it defensiveness? Is it contempt? Is it stonewalling? Um, you know, it's all about being aware and educated. So I thought that was some interesting info I yeah, wanted to share with you that's guys. Good stuff. Impromptu. See, yeah. we told you all we all were getting a topic. That's your own bite-sized. Bite-sized topic. (laughs) Take that with you. Love it. (laughs) Um, We're going to dive into some of the nasty news. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Nasty, nasty, nasty. It's it's almost like a three-part. It's it's not just one thing this week. Three-part nasty. Three-part nasty. Okay. Staggering number of hysterectomies happening at ICE facility. Whistleblower. Whistleblower says whistleblower complaint filed Monday by several legal advocacy groups accuses a detention center of performing a staggering number of hysterectomies on immigrant women. Um, This is a quote. Uh, When I met all these women who had surgeries, I thought this was like an experimental concentration camp. I said one woman who said she met five women who had hysterectomies after being detained between October and December 2019. The woman said that the immigrants at Irwin and this is Irwin County Detention Center in Osceola, Georgia, which is ran by a private prison company, LaSalle South Corrections. There goes those private prisons again. Mm-hmm. Um, the woman said that immigrants at Irwin are often sent to see one particular gynecologist outside of the facility. It was like experimenting with their bodies. In one case, Wooten, uh, the woman's name, where's her name? Dawn Wooten. Uh, she's a nurse. Wooten said a woman ended up with a hysterectomy was not properly, I can't say that word, anesthetized. Oh <laughs> well, it's anesthesia. Yeah. Uh, wasn't properly, didn't properly have anesthesia and overheard the doctor saying that he'd taken out the wrong ovary. Oh my 
and the woman had to go back and get her other ovary removed as well. We mm. questioned among ourselves, like, goodness, he's taking everybody's stuff out, said Wooten, who was a full-time employee at Irvin until Irwin until July. That's his specialty. He's the uterus collector. I know that's ugly. <sighs> mm. This all sounds outrageous until you remember Tuskegee experiments, eugenics, all the other, uh, how many women die uh, during pregnancy, especially black women. Mm -hmm. um, you know, I often wonder how much modern medicine can be attributed to experiments on black bodies. Oh, right. You know, mm -hmm. that's a gross uh I just don't. Yeah, that's how they were learning about um, anesthesia, mm -hmm. and you know how much to apply and all that. They were using uh, black bodies. And then so they, they say surgeries on so many different women um, without anesthesia. That's crazy. Gross. And then, like, I remember I read an article that, like, up until recent, like, they pulled some of like recent graduates of medical school, mm -hmm. and they were under the belief that black people had higher pain thresholds. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Nasty. Yep. Nasty, nasty, nasty. Um, yeah, I don't have anything else. Uh I hope everybody's charged, but <laughs> crazy. Right. Um came across another article. Uh Trump announced Patriotic Education Commission, a largely political move. Um, I believe this is a Vice article that I came across. It said President Trump on Thursday said he would create a commission to promote, quote, patriotic education and announced the creation of a grant to develop pro-American curriculum. Hmm. Uh, the move is fucking pro-American <laughs> like uh, craziness. Uh, a move that is largely political, a reaction to the growing push by some academics for schools to teach on American history that better acknowledges slavery and systematic racism. Like that would be the end of the world if mm -hmm. they actually talked about slavery in depth. Um, yeah. In the speech, Trump decried, decried, <laughs> uh, what was said was a twisted web of lies being taught in U.S. classrooms about systemic racism in America, calling it a form of child abuse. <laughs> Republicans have taken offense to the New York Times Pulitzer Prize winning 1619 project, with de which detailed the country's history from when it first enslaved Africans and, and were brought to American shores. Mm -hmm. Critical race theory, the 1619 project, and the crusade against American history is toxic propaganda, uh, ideological poison that, if not removed, will dissolve the civic bonds that tie us together, hmm. it will destroy our country, the president said Thursday. Wow. React. <laughs> I mean, you react. I'm fucking over this shit. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, it, it would be terrible to tell the truth on how much uh, enslaved Africans, you know, contributed to this country. Because that's what 1619 was really breaking down the economics you know and <laughs> of how the system worked and how um you know the bodies were cash yeah you know Property. um and which also would play into reparations being justified so you know i don't feel like as many people really heard the 1619 project but that was enough for them to be like oh because he's saying it like, you know what I mean? It was super mainstream. Like. Yeah, yeah. I think it's mainstream in the academic sense, but I don't think the average person no. listened to this stuff. But mm -mm. it caught the ears of the right people or the wrong people. Yeah, they don't want that information out there. But it's just like, I feel like the, the goal, I feel like to make a balance, like going forward, I feel like to have a balanced account of what America means to different people would be the best course of action for not, everybody to kind of white supremacist. <laughs> I'm saying, but like, I just don't understand like why it's almost as if they want a civil war. Well, yeah. I mean, 
you listen to because you got to listen to what they're talking about on the other side you know what i mean just to hear the disinformation and what their whole rhetoric is right now Mm. and you know they're stuck on antifa and (laughs) it's become now that black people are antifa you know that's the code word now all of a sudden for black people Mm -hmm. i saw this video of this white hispanic man and he had pulled up to this black guy and was chastising him about his music saying it was too loud he couldn't even hear himself talk on the phone and the guy's just like what like my music wasn't even that loud and then the guy just starts going off you know you guys and all your antifa stuff burning down buildings you know you're gonna get what's coming to you and the guy recording was like what is happening right now like what the fuck and he's just like you know you guys come you guys are over here just causing trouble other immigrants come to this country and you know they don't cause trouble you guys are all babies the way you act in this country and you know uh vietnamese people don't do that mexican people come over here and work they don't cause no problems you know that's why we're going to build more jails and you know we we're, we're sick of this we're really getting tired of you guys in this country and da 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 and it's like that's why education is needed because you would fucking know why we're mm. in the position we're in in this goddamn country. You don't come over here and get systematically oppressed. There's so much. You, know, you haven't had to deal there. with Jim Crow. Y'all wasn't even over here when that was going on for the most part. And the only reason that most immigrants have rights are because of what African Americans did in this country during the Civil Rights Movement. So it's like, you know, these people that are in alignment with Trump's ideals that are not caucasian you know what i'm saying um and that are coming over here and also spewing racist shit because it's also like just because somebody comes from another country that may be poor does not mean that they're not racist and i think that's a problem too we have a lot of times us as black people we see other people that are oppressed and think that they will be in alignment with us you know what i'm saying because it's like well we're all kind of fighting against you know people Mm -hmm. oppressing us but people do come to this country that still feel like they're on a higher status and that they're not you know what i mean on the same level so a lot of times we're vouching you know what i mean for a bunch of other people and these people do not vouch for us and it's because there isn't a continent on this planet that hasn't been touched by white supremacy Right. But a lot of people are trying to align themselves with whiteness to get access to it. You know what I'm saying? So they're like, all right, I come over here. They don't know why the fuck we are the way we are. Mm. And especially if they're listening to right wing shit. But um, my point for you bring that up was he was saying you Antifa people. Now, it's like that's what they say over there on the right right now. They're calling every black person all of a sudden now we're Antifa how does that make sense? But then even if you look at what it is, anti-fascism, which is basically, you know, denouncing white supremacy and all that type of stuff. So it's like, it's not a bad thing if you actually pay attention to what it is. Mm. But I feel like people that say Antifa don't even know what it means. They're just saying that that means black because that's how he used that. You well, Antifa people burning down buildings. You don't see white people doing that. And it's like the guy, I wish he was more educated because he was just kind of stunned. But it's like, are you fucking kidding me? It was like all white people going around starting the stuff. But you know what but, happens? There's, there is actually a video of one of the founders of Black Lives Matter, uh, one of the women saying that she's a trained anti-fascist so there is a blurred line between antifa is antifa stands for anti-fascism i mean the thing is in the very beginning i I understand that yeah i understand that saying that is out there so i get that but my thing is too if you like when the all the protests started back after george floyd um there was a clear distinction, though. You no, know very, what I mean? Very. They were saying the protesters, and then anytime there was clips of white people doing stuff, oh, they were Antifa. All of a sudden now, a few awesome. months down the mm-hmm. line, it's like... The lines are blurred. Black people are Antifa. So that's why it's like when you're saying, um, you Antifa people coming in our neighborhoods, it's like you can't tell which white person would be down with Antifa. So you're really saying black people. So now that's their word for black people, it seems. It's just fucking stupid yeah, as hell. I really feel like we're heading for like some sort of civil war, yo. I mean that or fucking whenever this shit settles down once the election is over, I mean with China. Yeah. Cuz there was literally a clip out and uh this doctor, I don't know if this I don't know which news this was on channel. And this doctor from China and all these other like lead scientists or whatever, they were basically saying that yeah, um this was some shit that was cooked up in China as a weapon. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It, it did. It did uh, come from a bat, 
but they did cook it up in a lab and they were going to use it as a weapon if they ever needed it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But whatever got out. Allegedly. Okay, guys, I'm not saying this like I know 100% fact. <laughs> this is what scientists. I saw. <laughs> this is what I saw on the news source. But then that I'm like, wait, if they're coming out saying that, yeah, we cooked this up, I'm like, shit, that sounds like it's going to be a war too. Mm. So, man, who knows? I'm so sick of this. I say that every episode. It's a lot going on, <laughs> y'all. I never stop you. I'm sick of it too. Mm-hmm. You know what else I'm sick of? Hmm. Panda. Pandering. Oh. <laughs> Heard them fucking soft ass Tim's on. Yeah, <laughs> Kamala, yo, they irking. Yo, all right. So Kamala Harris, they had a, a clip going off of her stepping off a private jet, and the camera work. Shout, shout out to the camera work. The camera work caught her her Tim's, her Timberlands, her Timberland hybrid sneakers that no nigga in the hood ever wears. They wasn't the butters. <laughs> they wasn't the butters. Mm-mm. And uh, a lot of people reacting on Twitter saying, um, hey, I'm from marketing and this was strategically placed to emphasize her Timberlands just so we could say, hey, black people like Timberlands. So, uh, right. Yep. But that is exactly how they think of us, though. Yeah. And they they choose swag over policy. And people need to stop falling for that bullshit. Swag over policy. Ooh. I'm not taking credit for that. I was listening to Yvette Carnell. Oh, you should have. And she was speaking. No, not playing, uh, I'm not, not taking credit for that. Um, that's what she's talking about. Basically, swag over policy. Because um, that's the same thing. I mean, with Obama, you know what I mean? We were always focused on, oh, what are they wearing? Oh, cool cultural things. You know what I'm saying? They would do. Yeah. But it's like we don't focus on the policy. And they think that's how they solidify our vote. And he's saying um, Al Green. <laughs> But yeah, I mean, just like Clinton and the saxophone on Arsenio. Like, so it's just that was nasty. yo. Mm-hmm. Some soft ass Tim's. And then like um, another person I always talk about, I listen to Antonio Moore. He was doing a, a show on it and he was saying how, you know, Kamala is like a 60 something year old woman. Yeah. So it's like even culturally, like it's not she hasn't even been long around long enough to be part of hip hop culture. You know, at least Obama was like a little younger, so it's like he he did kind of grow up with hip hop. You know what I'm saying? If he if he did like listen to it back when it was first starting everything, but Kamala is way like she's she wasn't around for that. So it's like stop. Yeah, it's not part of your culture. Just be yourself. Cut that bullshit out. All right, so I'm gonna go on a little rant. Um, Joe Biden accused of pandering to Latino community after randomly playing Despacito. Uh, in the middle of for a Mexican Independence Day for Mexican Independence. The Day. fuck does that song got to do with that? Uh, a traditional Mexican song. It's ridiculous. So uh, I'll admit, I am a agitator. So I couldn't wait when I saw this clip. I couldn't wait to talk to my parents about this shit. Mm-hmm. Right. So I bring it up, and they dismiss it immediately and say, "Hey, that's fake. Um, this mm-hmm. is why you can't be taking everything off the internet." So unbeknownst mm-hmm. to me. They were referring to the president's retweet of the same video dubbing out the song for N.W.A.'s Fuck the Police. Mm-hmm. Right. And what was funny to me is like anybody who saw the Fuck the Police one, mm-hmm. like you saw it, yeah. I saw it. We wouldn't think that was real. Yeah, I knew that. we knew that was a dub. We knew that was some mm-hmm. propaganda shit. Mm-hmm. Funny, though. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know anybody who saw that video and assumed it to be real. But regardless. Um, after I cleared up that, oh no, I'm talking about the original video that had Despacito on there. Mm-hmm. They responded saying, saying, oh, all politicians do that. Shrug it off. Mm. It's nothing. In the midst of this, having this conversation, my Latino friend, Tommy, shout out to mm-hmm. Tommy. He texts me the video of the Despacito version and says, hey man, this is tacky. Mm-hmm. Right? It's so frustrating it's so frustrating that like i I don't know if it's a if it's a generation thing um Uh, i i I saw some people our age in comments and they were like well at least he's saying good thing about the latino community okay so maybe it's uh, not uh, so maybe so maybe it's not but let me just go on a little story we started this pod when we started this pod one of the conversations the pivotal conversations that me and you had uh in forecasting this shit was kind of like um, in this world, this new world of flexing for the gram, um, putting on for the gram filters, the audience wants something real, mm-hmm. right? And I think that speaks to kind of like the generation, especially the younger generation coming up. 
Mm-hmm. Um, I think what the older population fails to understand about the younger population is that authenticity is everything. Mm-hmm. Case in point, cancel culture, a lot of which is based on political correctness. But what goes unsaid is how much of it is based upon just just realness. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's very hard for a younger population to get behind something that's phony. Because once it's found out to not be genuine, right. I can't rock with it. Right. You know? So j- I feel like the older generation and even some of the younger generation, just like it, it can't just be all about we got to get Trump out. Mm-hmm. I hate Trump just like everybody else. Mm-hmm. I don't like the nigga. Mm-hmm. I don't fuck with him. Mm-hmm. But I'll tell you this, he ain't phony. Yeah. He's saying exactly what he means. Mm-hmm. And in a world that we're trying to navigate what's real and what's fake, mm-hmm. the real's always going to win, even if it's not the real you like. Yeah, and I think, honestly, I think Biden and Kamala, they should both address fucked up shit they've done in the past and just speak on how they've learned from it. You know what I mean? How they felt it was wrong, but them just st- sidestepping that shit. Mm-hmm you know, all the time and just mm-hmm. acting like they're these changed people. It's like, even if you're dealing with somebody that, you know, on a personal level, they have to address what they did that was wrong for That's you to facts. move on and believe that they are a changed person. That's facts. So, you know what I'm saying? Like they need to do the same thing. He needs to address that 94 crime bill and how he made a huge mistake and how that, you know what I'm saying? Through the years, he's looking back learned. on it. Yeah. Like, I feel like then it was just be like, all right, you would, you know what I mean? Not have so much uh, mm-hmm. uneasiness. But no, they want to keep trying to play this phony ass game. So. Yeah, I can't play. I, it's, I, I just can't play the game. And there's mm-hmm. a lot of people. And I, I think if people understood that, because, you know, the big thing is trying to get younger people to vote. Mm-hmm. If you really understood younger people, this wouldn't be your candidate. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? This wouldn't be forced on us. Mm-hmm. I think older generation has been so accustomed to just accept the lesser of two evils. Yeah. And it's not working anymore. There's too much information at our fingertips. Right. There's too much access to information. There's too much access to just real shit. There's too many people that are out here just saying what they feel and standing behind it, no matter how they get questioned on it. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? So it's like, I don't know. I think there's a there's a huge gap with technology. There's a huge gap that's created by technology and access to information that I don't know how it gets caught up. I don't know how the two generations meet in the middle right. and kind of work together to to get a actual person that is we feel fit to do the job. Mm-hmm. I have no idea, but I think it starts with some understanding you know some understanding of what people actually value what the younger population actually values you just can't you can't dictate to younger people just yeah right like like morals (laughs) (laughs) that's my little rant like i was just kind of frustrating because it's just like man like you want to play despacito like that's offensive to someone Mm mm-hmm that's like you were saying the past few weeks, you sick of the pandering. I said, damn, this is what he talking about. I was like, is this good out of it's hand? Out of hand. <laughs> out of hand. He's, he is two speeches away from having a black and mild and a cup of ah! Hennessy. <laughs> Am I lying? Shut up, Isaiah. Am I I'm lying? Done. And a do-rag. And a, and a do-rag. Oh, my God. But yeah, I think they said too that like somebody on the news or something was like, oh, we're going to start documenting what Kamala's wearing when she's stepping off the plane. No, fuck that. Don't nobody care about I that. I don't care what you're wearing. Why do we care about that? Care about what the fucking 60 year old woman wearing? Anyway, man. Is that enough for nasty news? I had one more. Oh, God. There oh, was one God. more. It was what? quick. What? It was Laura Laughlin. <sighs> if y'all don't know, this is the woman that. That bitch from Full House. What'd you say? That bitch from Full House. You used to watch Full House? Yeah. Who didn't? It's a nice, wholesome show. Mm. But anyway, she got in trouble because she was like, it was like college scandal. Y'all yeah. remember that shit? I don't got to go through that. I don't mm-hmm. got to go through it. Um, she will apparently get to, get to serve her two-month prison sentence at a prison of her choice. 
her house. No, 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 nasty, 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 Fuck nasty, you, nasty, nasty. Fuck, she get a choice for it. What? What is the point? <laughs> she will go on Yelp, right? Like, which one got five stars? <laughs> what accommodations do this you? This is like have? the home goods, the HTGTV, where they get to like plan their house. Mm-hmm. I'm looking for open concept, <laughs> <laughs> open space. I don't like. I, I kind of don't like the feng shui in here. Um, can we move the sofa over here? I don't like to be confined. Right. <laughs> oh, you see how the light comes in uh, on, the, on the east side of the penitentiary. <laughs> Like, good boy, yo. Wowing. You remember uh, Kelly Williams Bolar? I, but why? She what was convicted you? of using the wrong residence to get her daughters oh, into yeah, a yeah. better school district in Ohio. Mm-hmm. She was sentenced to three years in order to pay $30,000 mm. to the school district. Mm. I think we can end on that, man. <laughs> hate to kill you. Hate, hate to start your week off like that, but that's oh the type God, of shit we talk about. Ending the whole episode, huh? That's how the episode we're we're done. Done. Yeah, I think we're done. Oh I think God, we're done. Right. We stopping on nasty. Way nasty to leave news. everybody pissed off. <laughs> <laughs> What's good news? Oh, shout out to Dave Chappelle. He won two Emmys last night, but even he said I don't give a fuck about that. Yeah, so I, he said, "Who the fuck cares?" Right. <laughs> Kanye West is pissing on Grammys. Like, who really cares? None of us should. None of us should. Um, <laughs> thank you <laughs> for listening to another episode of BZ Podcast. We hope you enjoyed it. We hope to follow us on our rants. Yeah. We rant a lot. Yeah. We love y'all. We appreciate y'all. Um, we're still coming up on 100, man. I think it's 96. Yep. The fuck? Oh, boy. Uh, who listened to us for 96 hours plus? I wish you guys would let us know if you've heard every single episode. That'd yeah, like, yo, shout out. Yeah, yeah. Let us know let if us you've know. listened to every Easy episode. Podcast at gmail.com. Somebody email us. That's John dry <laughs> as hell. Or you can find us on IG at BZ Podcast. Yeah. We want to know, know who the loyals are. The yeah, who day the loyals? Ones. The day ones. Yeah. That would be <laughs> nice to know. Yeah. Just say, it and me. <laughs> shout out your city when y'all reach out, too. Yeah. Want to know if we, we were why? Oh, shit, I mean, why? fucking comment on SoundCloud. I see a few of y'all leaving comments. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, thank you very much. We just nosy. That's all. That's all. We all just right, want to know who we're reaching. We love y'all. Uh, appreciate y'all. And we hope y'all have a great week. Yep. We out. Bye. Yeah. My grandma used to nourish the whole hood. She left and never got to see me flourish. I'm no good. It's bittersweet. I learned so much while waiting. It's on now. I keep a spirit close to me. I feel it. She all proud. The family name is in a great place within my hands. I show the whole world what I've been planning with my friends. Only one they hear the brighter side. Turn the high pass up. Getting high. Watch the block and the time pass. Uh. Indecisiveness is gonna be the death of me I get like 2% and now you getting the rest of me Tell telling me don't be mad by my recipe Ain't nothing wrong with you and that's why I'm blessed to be yeah. With the company I keep, I ain't running with no sheep Look, you should be working now, we ain't comfortable with sleep A couple meals on my mind, I'm as hungry as can be Competing with who and what, listen buddy, we gon' seek My granny the one that started with the records This the third generation, don't you dare disrespect us Nevertheless, I got some shit right up my sleeve for the neglect This pin on point and point is sharper than the blade of a propeller Since my boy, I ain't fucking with no helicopters Drove by the deuce, ain't seen no riot, man, just helicopter my people dying, my friends, people dying, brother, cousin, sister, auntie, time is out of essence, savor it all, you know we trying. Ocean love turn the water up, thinking about it, what more with her, made my dick feel like Florida, penis turn the peninsula, set his mind, I'm ignoring her, Michael Phelps to the show, pull up, Michael Jordan for show, pull up, my skin light, but I'm not, niggas know I'm a warrior, niggas built like a force, so tough niggas killing for sports, or Napoleon's turning the torture up, Tiki burning them torches up, motherfuckers want war with us, clinking bottles like warriors, staying on points of shore for us, nigga. Staying on point is a chore for us. Feel me? Look. 
Any mini mighty mo with all my vices Love my Sagittarius, don't my Taurus Like my Cancer and my Pisces Should I blame all these divisive and decisive And I know I don't tell the whole truth So is that lying living with it? I don't like it, so I said fuck it, start writing Found my pocket, every verse at eight ball Don't you scratch this record up, man, peep my time And I've been lusting for diviners Take it easy, motherfucker, what you mean? Like I ain't trying Keep it calm, no need for violence, black man Looking for reason just to fire black man Looking for any bulge on you just to fire black man I feel your pain, I know you tired black man But keep your head up and never let up what Pac will tell you Stay authentic, don't let them be unpopular, sell you Stop and avail you Yeah Hillbillies out here thinking that they Bruce Wayne Vigilante shit getting deaf cause of Bruce Wayne's Hillbillies out here thinking that they Bruce Wayne Vigilante shit getting deaf cause of Bruce Wayne's We through plain Driving through the bottom Dreams at the top now, beat the horn and in the crib, let us see that my top down, well Hope said got the best of me, so if that's the recipe to excellence, well shit, I guess I'm on your top now, all I see is green lights, so why would I stop now, staring at my knees, then my bro at eight year old pop now, praying that none of my niggas hit, when them shots round, wear a steel crown so my dreams won't get knocked down. I don't even know what it was called, but now I know what I was doing.